0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hello, and welcome to episode 90. of the Manage Mental Podcast, a weekly discussion on hot topics in the music biz for the up-and-comers, the brand newbies, the beginners, and aspiring rock stars of tomorrow. This podcast is propelled by your input and feedback. So please rate and review and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show. We would like to give a big thanks to Chris Beck, LMT, for our newest five-star rating and positive review on Apple Podcasts. I am your host, Mr. Blasco, and as always, I am joined by my good friend, the co-host from the other coast, Mr. Mike Mowry.
0: What's going on, Blasco? How's all in your world this week?
1: Uh, Crushing it, dude. Fucking, you know. And and, uh, next week, we will be together at the URM Summit, and uh, this will be my first time going, and uh, so I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, that's right. Down in Orlando, Florida. If you're listening to this when it comes, when this episode drops, which will be Monday, November 5th, uh, 2018, uh, the following weekend, Blasco and myself will be down in Orlando for, yeah, the Unstoppable Recording Machine Summit. I was there last year. It was uh, pretty cool, and I'm looking forward to uh, hanging with you and all the other greats that are there. And if you guys aren't familiar with uh, URM, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes.
1: How about that? in the last episode mike chatted with one of the greatest dudes in the biz mr ryan downey that was a really great episode so check it out if you haven't already today's episode is sponsored by our buddies at Rockabilia.com. go check them out for the awesomest collection of officially licensed band merch on the planet use our code pc and get 15 percent off your entire order
0: Well, believe it or not, Halloween is behind us and now it's gearing up for the holiday season. Rockabilia is one of those places that I always go to take a look to see, you know, kind of what the trends are that are out there. And uh, if there's any nieces or nephews that really need something that's uh, music or movie or, you know, just entertainment related. Uh, They're a place that I head over so you guys can do the same. And the good news is you can get that discount. Like Blasco said, it's PC Jabberjaw, 15% off of your entire order on over there on there. The Rockabilias, over 500,000 items. So check it out. Tell them Blasco and Mike sent you. And um, yeah, can't recommend them enough.
1: Today's episode is also sponsored by the cool kids over at bandzoogle.com. Where you can build a stunning website for your music in minutes. Try it free for 30 days and be sure to use the promo code MENTAL to get 15% off the first year of your subscription
0: gotta love bandzoogle if you need a website for your band it's really easy to build and integrate all of the amazing tools that exist by third parties pulling them all into one place Banzoogle's your spot for that go over check it out and once again if you tell them that we sent you uh that that bodes well for us so we can't thank you enough for doing that
1: this week we talk about how to properly release your next project this is going to be killer so let's get mental
0: Oh yeah.
1: So Mike, I was uh, scouring the interwebs for today's episode and I stumbled across a post by a nice young lady named Suze Paulinski, and it was on Hypot via somewhere else, I don't remember, and it was titled Three Reasons Your Lace, Last sorry, Three Reasons Your Last Music Release Failed. So you, you Mister, release it right. I believe you'll have some uh, incredible input on this.
0: Yeah. When you sent this one over, I got excited. This is one of the things that I really enjoy. And, you know, as we'll talk about the landscape's always changing. um, But I'm excited for us to dig into it because yeah, you know, all of us work so hard in this business to try to get that one little chance to make an impact. And, you know, You and I have had the experience now to really, really know kind of what works and what doesn't. And so uh, that's why we do this podcast is to convey this kind of information to our loyal listeners. So I can't wait to dig in.
1: Three reasons your last music release failed. Reason number one, you took your time writing and recording, but then you felt a sense of urgency to release. So you did without really preparing. This unfortunately has a lot to do with how most artists approach the process. Once the music is finished, a deep sense of urgency rushes in screaming, release, release. (laughs) This is sadly human nature and you must resist the urge until you are ready. You know the old adage, measure twice, cut once. In the case of releasing new tracks, you must measure very, very carefully And most artists don't know that they are even measuring.
0: You know, I used to run marathons and there's a training program that you typically go through and eventually you get down to what's called a taper, right? That's where you kind of wean off. You've trained high mileage and then you wean down, essentially letting your body rest and recover because you've done all the hard work and then you go run the marathon, um, you know, on rested legs. And, you know, if you do it right and all the other factors, uh, (laughs) cooperate, you typically can, you know, have a really good time. And this just makes me think of if you weren't, if, if I finished the training, and instead of tapering down, right, letting the excitement of, of finishing my training, or at least the heavy mileage of my training, you know, make its impact and then wait until the actual day of the marathon, this would be like me going and running the day that I finish my training. It makes absolutely no sense. The run isn't happening. The course isn't all set up. You know, I don't have all the support. I'm not going to get the finisher time, the medal, you name it, you know, whatever works for you in your life. But it's like so many examples in our lives exist in this, in this capacity. And this is really, I mean, she puts this one as number one, and this is what I see time and time again, not only with unsigned artists, but even with signed artists. Hey, we got to get this out there as soon as possible. Well, why? You know Why do we have to get it out there as soon as possible? And if we don't have an actual plan put together to get it out and it falls, just like that tree that falls in the woods with nobody around, makes no sound. That's what we see time and time again with so many of these rushed releases.
1: Yeah. I mean, take a deep breath. Like, I mean, from the artist's perspective, I get it. You're excited. Like you want people to hear it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like i i totally get that but if you don't have a plan in place then you're excited and then you can't wait for everybody to hear it and then you throw it out there with no plan and then guess what then no one really hears it and it kind of trickles in and then like your enthusiasm it kind of it's kind of a buzzkill, you know so so i think it, it for the sake of the agenda of wanting the most amount of people to hear it, you know, you gotta, you gotta build a plan. Once again, I understand that you're excited and you can't wait for people to hear it, but you do want people to hear it. And if you rush it out, you really run the risk of not Uh, not as many people hearing as if you would have had a plan in place to begin with.
0: Yeah. And it can be really hard to know what a plan looks like. I mean, you and I can sit here and say, Hey, have a plan. And many of the artists listening know what a plan is just in general, but wow, how do I actually plan to release something? We know how to record. We go in and the producer or the engineer kind of guides us through it. And then we know how it finishes. And then we know like that we... Put it up onto the streaming services. And if we want to release something physical, we figure that out. But the way to coordinate it all and think about it is really the genesis of like why we we started uh, the the course or developed the course, release it right at Outer Loop Coaching, which you know, it'll take you. If you guys haven't checked it out, head over to outerloopcoaching.com. It's really, you know, to me, it's one of the best things that we've ever built because it came from my years of probably participating in over 100-plus record releases. And again, as I said, things change uh, consistently. The thing, you know, things change between every release that I do. You know, there's a new social media network or there's a new streaming service that needs more attention than something did in in years past or releases past. But it goes back to the fundamentals. It talks about all of the things that you need to, um, you know, to, to think about. And then once it is, you know, and then start planning that release long before, um, you've even, you know, you've even started recording. I mean, you and I talked about reverse engineering in a past episode Blasco and, Mm -hmm. you know, so much of that, um, is, is something that we, you know, that we would do. That was episode 74. Um, But, you know, you and I have both watched other successful releases and then gone back and uh, tried to figure out a way to to reverse engineer those.
1: Yep. Uh, Three reasons your last music release failed. Reason number two, you hired a music publicist and or a radio promoter, and they didn't get the results you expected. PR firms, radio promoters, and service-based businesses silo their tasks without communicating with each other. And in many cases, artists don't have a team for them to communicate with, nor do they have a plan to position the wins and the opportunities for maximum impact gets lost. I have also observed the sad fact that many artists didn't even know that it was up to them to leverage each radio ad and PR placement. Sadly, PR and radio are not always as effective as artists think if it is gaining mass audiences and driving fans to your site, socials, and streaming buying platforms.
0: My goodness, another freaking nail just hit right on the head. And this is stuff, it doesn't even have to be, you know, publicist and radio promoter. Many of our listeners probably aren't even dealing with radio promoters. But, you know, the general concept is you hire You know, an outside expert to do something that you don't have the expertise in. I mean, that's, that's, you know, something that all of us in this business, you know, do regularly. And yeah, great managers like ourselves are the ones who coordinate all of those efforts. I mean, people like you and I, Blasco, when there's a release, we're coordinating between, you know, the record label and whatever staff they have, the Uh, publicist, if there's an outside publicist, of course, the booking agent, because we're probably coordinating some sort of touring, Um, you know, whatever's happening in social media uh, with, you know, there's just so many arms of things that have to be coordinated. And yeah, Guys, if you don't have a manager or somebody who's helping you, it is on you to make sure that everybody's speaking the same language because sure, sure enough, the publicist may be sending a report to everyone, but sometimes everyone isn't even reading it. And even if they are, they might not remember that they need to go and help uh, promote or like she says, utilize those successes to leverage themselves as a win. So this is a really important point to me. Uh, she sums it up very nicely.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, managing expectations. Whenever you're just starting out and you're just putting out your initial release or you're early on, and you know, like you've you, you've got a budget to work with, and you want to hire a publicist, and maybe you want to hire an indie radio uh, plugger. Um, these things are all, all totally fine to do, but you have to manage your expectations. Or once again your enthusiasm is going to really get dinged. Um, you, you know, it, it's like, I think it's also good to do a little bit of homework before you hire someone um, in that, like, look, I, I would like, I would like to maybe get these types of publications or, you know, I, I, like, like a radio plugger or a, a, an NDPR person will, by and large, will take your money right? And, and, and they'll find something or they won't find anything and just take your money and, and you'll just be totally bummed. But I, I think it's good to go at someone with the level of expectation of, uh, and doing your homework of like these, this is the level that I want to attain because the only way to get to the next level is to attack the level that's right in front of you. And so I totally back the idea of hiring a plugger and, and a, and a pr person under the pretense that your expectations of what they can deliver are realistic right um so i think that's where i'm coming from but yeah man i've seen this so many times where it's like someone either gets totally burned by a radio plugger pr person or they're just bummed at the results because their expectations were unrealistic for what a person that they could actually hire Could deliver,
0: you know. Yeah. And I mean, it's only you gotta remember, these people are working with whatever you provide them. And Blasco and I sure as heck hope that, you know, whatever you've recorded and you're releasing, you think is the best thing that you've ever done. And, you know, within reason, think that it's better than most of the things that you're hearing. That's the beauty of of creating art and creating music is you are, you know, you're doing something that you think is great. That said, the ultimate decider of what is popular. Is the general public, um, you know, and with PR and radio, it's not even the general public. Sometimes you're going to publications where there's tastemakers, and if they don't like what you've given them, sometimes because inherently it's not up to par with what you know they would normally uh, put in their publication, put on their blog, cover on their podcast, you know, or add to their radio program. There's only so much that you can do about that. So I think your point of expectations is amazing Blasco. You know, I've watched people say, "Oh, we need to go hire this person, you know, who costs far more than any developing artist should ever pay, thinking that just because they've gotten results for somebody much larger, they're going to be able to get results for, you know, said artist." I can give an example from one of the clients that I work with. You know, there's a great PR guy, not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. And I wanted to use him. I'd been wanting to use him for quite some time, and finally, you know, had a release on a label that uh, we were able to do so. And sadly, the music that 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 we had just wasn't connecting with the you know, with the greater, the larger publications, which he had a, you know, successful track record of delivering. And of course the band got frustrated uh, because they thought their music was fantastic. And the label got frustrated because they were paying this guy a pretty penny because of his track record. But ultimately, you know, it was my job to kind of you know, speak the language between everyone. And what he was saying was, look, you know, I've gone to the people who normally would cover this stuff. And, and the PR guy even liked it. And for whatever reason, it just wasn't connecting. It wasn't cutting through all of the other things that were coming out. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, you know, something that I think you and I see time and time again.
1: No doubt. Three reasons your last music release failed. Reason number three, you put off learning how to release your music properly because you thought that great music will always find its way and the cream always rises to the top. Berating ourselves just another is just another form of procrastination. Having a lazy Sunday or avoiding something you hate doing is one thing, but when you put off something you have a true passion or calling for, there is something deeper at work. Be sure to stay open to receiving what it is you want and visualize what it is you'll do next once you reach your intended goals. Dream big and dream often so that your story doesn't end at one ever-looming benchmark. We aren't clear enough on exactly what it is we want. Just like fear, when something is too abstract, it can be paralyzing. What is it exactly that you want? Be famous is an abstract concept, as is be successful. Write out the steps needed to get there, then break those steps down. Then take a step and another until you get there.
0: Man, that's fantastic. (laughs) She really does uh, know what she's talking about. And it really makes great conversation for us. I mean, this is really challenging. um, And this gets into like the psychological element of it that I think many of us aren't even aware of that we're doing. Um, You know, I will say one of my favorite quotes from a podcast that I listened to over the last year was when a great songwriter, very accomplished songwriter. He said that, you know, great songs market themselves. And so it was a difference between, you know, good songs, or I think he said smash hits was was what he used. So smash hits market themselves, meaning, you know, there's those few tracks that are just so good that no matter what you do, it really is that great music will always find its way and the cream always rises to the top. Now, mind you, this guy was a, you know, top 10 uh you know radio hit maker and so when you're talking about smash hits he's talking a, on a different stratosphere than most of our listeners and most of our clients are even working on but again we see it the same and and both you and i can go back to plenty of the releases that we've handled where there's been great music and it didn't have a good enough plan and it did make an impact, but we both know that it could have made a greater impact. So you guys are out there, you're students of, you know, students of the game. And, you know, this podcast is just one of many learning tools that exist as to, you know, to, to do some of the tips that she's recommending. But the last one is really the psychological component, which, you know, <laughs> I don't have a high enough degree in order to really navigate anyone through. What do you think of this point?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's great. Um, you know, not everything is so analytical. I'm sure that there's plenty of case studies of someone that, that just haphazardly threw their shit out in the internet and it caught fire for whatever reason. And, and you know, but but even though those those exist for some people, they are truly impossible to replicate. Uh, I, I think if you're playing the law of averages, it's probably a better idea to be more analytical, to be more strategic, to look at things that were successful by being that way, and try and replicate something that has. Uh, more of a story to it rather than something that was just thrown out haphazardly. It's like, yeah, look, you know, I, I, I get it. Like you throw it out there and, and you know, like, let's see what happens. Um, but anyone that does that always in the back of their mind has the intention of it wanting to connect. No one spends time writing and crafting and producing music to put out there without the intent of it being successful. No one does that. Like I I really don't think that people spend time creating art to put out in the world that no one likes or listens to or sees or hears or whatever. Like I just do not believe that is a true thing. I'm sure that there's plenty of hipster people, you know, level of, of musicians and artists and and people that that just like think it's uncool to be successful, but that's a front man. Like I I don't I don't believe that for two seconds, you know? And so Anyway, my I guess my my point here is is that even though things can happen accidentally and you can just put it out there and it it can catch, I think by and large it's probably a better idea to look at things that that are more in line with where you want to be and see how those things got there and do some homework and find out how they got there. And Try and do something similar. Try and replicate the steps that that person took. And maybe this is even a person that is, you know, accessible. Maybe you can just ask them. People like telling stories. Mike and I are almost a hundred episodes deep into a podcast of us telling you about how to work in the music business and do cool stuff because we like talking about it. Right. So even though you're not asking us about this right now, specifically in a lot of ways, you kind of are. Because you sort of dictate the path that we build every episode on. So um, I, I, I do think that people in the industry do like to talk about their successes and how they got there. And you, by you asking, believe me, you do not look stupid. I think you look stupid if you don't ask. And if you're not inquisitive and if you're not curious, then I think you're stupid because then you think you have got it all figured out. No one will think you're stupid for asking how they did something.
0: Yeah, very well said, um, and a great way to summarize a, a fantastic episode. I mean, again, I, I to me, this is stuff that I'm really passionate about. I think it's one of the biggest cripplers of, of what I see in the business, especially with developing artists, but even established artists. You know, it's not having the game plan together in order to know everything that you should be thinking about long before you go into the studio. um, You know, up through how to set up the correct release date and and build backwards from there as to all the necessary content pieces and ways to promote it that you'll need. It ain't easy. You know, that's the thing. It surely isn't easy. Blasco and I, uh, you know, we do this stuff. uh, And again, we've got years of experience in doing it. So, um, yeah. What what a, what a treat to be able to cover this this topic.
1: Yeah, and that will conclude episode 92. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back here next week. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blasco1313. We encourage you to email us any questions or comments you may have for the podcast to me directly at askblasco at gmail.com. If you have listened this far, much respect to you for making efforts to educate yourselves and taking your future into your own hands. Mike, any final parting thoughts?
0: Just want to say, uh, all of you out there, thanks for listening. Blasco, thanks for digging up a great episode. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike O'Loop. Don't hesitate to head over to rockabilia.com and use the code PCJabberJaw for 15% off. And once again, bandzoogle.com is a great place to host a website, build a website, and that code is mental for 15% off. Uh, last but not least, you heard me mention it a couple times throughout this episode. Outer Loop Coaching is my platform where we have created tools to help developing artists. Release It Right is really our flagship product. So if you're interested in that, head on over. Don't hesitate to contact uh, our admin guy over there, tell him Blasco and Mike sent you. And maybe there's a special treat in it for you. Other than that, my friend, looking forward to Orlando and. Um, you know, getting, getting some one-on-one, some in-person time with you, my brother.
1: Yeah, man. Good times. Peace. Thanks everybody. Hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? (laughs) Ha!
0: 0-D.com, SoundTalentMedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network.